Welcome to the Living Strategically Podcast, Episode 2. We are Reed and Elizabeth Hewitt, a husband and wife team that lives in South Texas. For our day jobs, we are communications consultants. That's what puts the bread and butter on our table. And we also run Living Strategically, where we're all about helping you strategically pursue your God-given purpose. Today, we're going to be talking about what a difference a day makes. And that's all about dealing with uncertainty and unexpected turns of events. And that's something we've encountered a lot of on this long trip that we're on right now. If you didn't hear our first episode, we are on an eight-week journey, kind of making a circle around the U.S., and we're seeing states that we've never seen before in our lives. We started with about 25 states covered, and we're hoping to see all the rest of them besides Hawaii. We're thinking that'll come next year. So everything we think of is filtered through the experience of this trip right now. So we're going to share some of that with you as we're learning them ourselves. So we're calling this episode, What a Difference a Day Makes. That's a phrase that we keep saying ourselves. And whenever we see a pattern, we try to figure out the biblical truth behind it. That's right. And in our case, the the things we want to talk about are the variables in life and for us in this trip that are outside of our control. But there's something else going on besides random chance. So an example of something that's happened many, many times is bad weather on this trip that's missed us by one day before or after we were in a given place that would have impeded our travel, that would have ruined what we were planning to see or do on that day. And and when I say bad weather, sometimes it's rain or snow. Sometimes we're talking tornadoes that came through areas that we were just in or that we were about to go through. Immediately, our first reaction is, thank you, Lord, that you protected us from that. And what a difference a day makes. Exactly. And, you know, sometimes it's not only weather or big things that are out of our control. Sometimes it's just little mishaps and things like in Oklahoma when I was turning the car around and thought I was backing up into a shallow ditch when I was actually backing up into a really steep drop-off ledge kind of ditch. That was quite an experience. That's a good way of describing it. There's nothing like the experience of seeing your rear wheel spinning in midair, not in contact with the ground. That was my mistake, and accidents happen. But it still demonstrates the same principle because of what happened after that. Through all of these examples we've seen in our trip, what we see is in the midst of an uncertain thing, we see God's providence. In the case of the ditch incident, God's providence showed up in the form of a guy driving by in his pickup truck who rolled down his window and said, are you stuck? And we said, Yep. And he said, look in the back of my truck. Do I still have a chain back there? I looked in the back of his truck. Yep. And he said, just a minute, let me pull around to the other side. So he made the block and came around to the other side of us. He hooked up to the uh, tow hooks on the front bumper of our vehicle. And he was able to pull just enough to get that back tire to get traction again. And we were out of the ditch. We saw that as God 
taking care of us. And I was so worried that there would be damage to our vehicle and it would stop us from going on for the rest of our trip. There was no telling. I mean, we had no idea. And you know what? God knew what we needed before we needed it. And it ended up being a chance to just meet a really cool guy uh, who didn't mind being a good Samaritan. And we got to see, you know, God has his people out there. It reminds me of the passage in Matthew 6 where it says, Do not worry then, saying, What will we eat? Or what will we drink? Or what we will wear for clothing? For the Gentiles eagerly seek all these things. For your heavenly Father knows that you need all these things. But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. So do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will care for itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. You know, that's such a simple instruction that Jesus gave. Don't worry about tomorrow. Today has enough worry of its own. But it's not just a platitude. Jesus actually had the authority to speak that as God saying, don't worry about tomorrow. And there's something here that that I really want to dig into the uncertainty factor. When you were in middle school going through like pre-algebra, um, they were introducing letters into the equations. And a letter was a variable that stood for something unknown. It was always ABC or XYZ. But there was this unknown that you had to solve for. Well, every day we are thinking about the future and there's these unknowns that we can't solve for ahead of time. They're out of our control and they're also beyond our knowledge. So I wanna take it a little bit deeper still. You know, physicists and scientists talk about the cone of uncertainty. Right now in the present moment, you know what reality is around you. A few seconds from now, you have a pretty good idea of what's happening. A few hours from now, it's more uncertain. The cone is widening. So the further in the future you go, the more uncertainty there is about where you're gonna be, what you're gonna be doing, what will have happened to you. Uh, the weather is a great example of this. The forecast for this afternoon is pretty accurate. The forecast for tomorrow is pretty good, not exact. A forecast for a week from now, I mean, it's anybody's guess whether that's gonna turn out to be accurate or not. They have to revise it because the closer it gets, that cone of uncertainty narrows down. Well, here's the thing. We have this cone of uncertainty. We look in the future and there are things that we just can't know because of the way God made us and made time. That's just the way the universe is. And those are the kind of things we're dealing with. I didn't know I was gonna be stuck in a ditch. We didn't know a weather system was gonna pop up that could have impeded our travel. But here's the thing that alters that scenario. God does not have a cone of uncertainty. He sees eternity future to eternity past, and he knows the specifics of what are going to happen. So when Jesus says, don't worry about tomorrow, it's not because we can somehow know what's gonna happen. And it's not even because we can say, I have faith that this specific thing is gonna happen. 
it's because we have faith in God and God knows what's going to happen and God knows what we need. So you, you aren't gaining future knowledge, but you're trusting someone who does have future knowledge. There's a very well-known Bible verse that speaks exactly to this concept, and that's Proverbs 3, verses 5 and 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him, and he will make your paths straight. So when I'm talking about trusting in God because he knows what's going to happen, this is not an issue of whether you make plans or not, whether you do your due diligence or not. This is an issue of where do you put your trust. Your trust is not in the plans that you made. Your trust is in God who knows the future and has your best interest in mind, whether that means that your plans go as you expected or your plans go very differently than you expected. So that brings up the question, as a strategic thinker, how do we... How do we account for that uncertainty factor in our planning? That uncertainty is there, and sometimes you see how God nudges you to the right or to the left, and you narrowly avert disaster. Sometimes God doesn't nudge you to the right or to the left, and you take the hit, and you experience a disaster, and then you see God moving through that and bringing about something that you couldn't have even imagined. And you have to accept that that can happen one way or the other. And here's the strategic element that that we can take away from this. It's extremely important in this type of situation that you figure out what your response in faith is going to be beforehand. Because when it happens, you're not in a right frame of mind to be dealing with that. You know, we've talked about some things that seem trivial, dodging the weather or getting stuck and pulled out of a ditch, but, you know, this applies to much more serious types of events in life. Um, We witnessed something fairly dramatic in one of the campgrounds we were in. That was a day that we will never forget, and we sat down and recorded our thoughts at the end of the day, and we're going to play those right now. Something that I never expected to happen happened while I was outside the RV in the RV park today, and when I looked over, what I saw was an RV in the park with flames shooting out of the side of it. Now, if you've ever seen an RV in flames before, they burn quick because there's a lot of lightweight wood cabinetry. Um, There's a lot of components that are very flammable in a compact space. So immediately, I ran inside our RV and grabbed our fire extinguisher, and a neighbor was doing the same thing, and I went back and so this crowd had kind of formed around this RV that was in flames, particularly in one spot on the side where the built-in refrigerator has an opening in the wall of the RV. And I could see on the roof, flames were starting to come up through the roof above that spot. And there was just no way to put out the fire from the outside. 
just trying to keep the flames from spreading any further until the fire department could get there. And thankfully about that time, the firemen came and man, the the time that passed from when Reed came in and got the fire extinguisher and said, there's an RV on fire, to when the fire department came, it was just a few minutes, but it seemed like everything was going so slowly in slow-mo. But the first thing that I remember doing when I was exiting our RV to go see what is going on is I just started praying. We didn't know if people were inside the RV. We didn't know how the situation was going to end. Was the RV going to be a complete loss? Um, it was a motor home, so if the fuel tank caught on fire, we could have had an explosion. The other RVs around it, we didn't know what was going to happen, but we, we were just praying, Lord, take control of the situation, protect everyone involved, and um, give us wisdom. We're very grateful that no one was inside. Um, no one was injured in the fire, uh, either from being inside or anyone fighting the fire. Uh, sadly, the, the people who owned that RV did have a small dog that was trapped inside, uh, which did not make it. Um, and we saw them get back to the RV park after the fire was put out and um, from a distance because we didn't know them and we didn't want to um, invade their space but we could see them reacting to seeing their RV charred and burnt um, on, on that portion of it and hearing the news about their dog and just um, they were heartbroken as you can imagine if you have ever experienced a loss or just a crisis where you're just going about your day and suddenly you get news like there was a car wreck, there's a fire, you go into fight or flight mode, the adrenaline starts pumping, it is a lot to process. But as the day has gone on, we just keep thinking about that couple when they came and, you know, the firefighters already had everything under control at that point, but just seeing the heartbreak and they experienced a loss. And if that does happen to us, it is so important that we've thought through that possibility and determined ahead of time, what will our response be? And we have to be ready to come out of that kind of tragedy relying on the Lord and not looking at just the outcome of tragedy but trusting that that God is still on our side despite what we've gone through. We have to be able to hold our possessions and even the people in our lives loosely knowing that they could be gone any time and we still have to come out of the other side of that saying, I trust in the Lord. We know that we won't feel that in the moment, which is why it's so important to have it pre-scripted into our minds to hold on to that truth when we're not feeling it. You know, what a difference a day makes. We're not guaranteed that today will look the same as tomorrow. 
but we know we can rely on the Lord and he'll carry us through whatever comes our way. And when you're in that valley after a trial and you're at the lowest point, you have to turn that around the other way. What a difference a day makes. You don't know what good God may have waiting tomorrow. Amen. So those are just a few thoughts that have come out of our travels and the uncertainties that we've dealt with and the uncertainties that we've seen along the road. But through it all, we know that God is faithful. We can always trust in Him. We don't know what tomorrow holds, but we know He holds our future. And on that note, we'll wrap it up for today. If you want to get in touch with us, visit us online at livingstrategically.com. You can also email podcasts at livingstrategically.com. And if you have received value from this episode, would you take a moment and give us a rating on iTunes? That helps more people discover the podcast. All right, y'all. Until next time. Keep living strategically. Keep living strategically.